What's up, everybody? We are. What is going on, everyone? Rescues in here. What's up, guys? So we should be on the second half of the um, wildland fire stuff. But if you don't remember the last time we tried this, my internet went out. Well, it kind of may have deleted the um, uh, that that first part of it. So we're restarting from scratch. <laughs> Question. Yes, sir. Uh, you do you taking you broadcast your taping live, right? Yes. Any way you can go back in your history and just re-download it and scrape the audio off? Um, if it was um. If it wasn't longer than 14 days ago, probably. Let me see. You have a good point. Let me go see how long ago it was. Um, <laughs> let me go to my channel. I don't know if I can download my streams. Like, Let me go see how long Maybe. ago it was. Um, you should be able to download your streams. I would think so. Video producer. Let's look here. All videos. Um, let's see. Past broadcast. Yeah, that was too long ago. Ah, <laughs> oh, that was worth a shot. Hey, you know, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. <laughs> that was a good idea, though, Rescue. I, I liked it. It just, yeah, it didn't work on this one. <laughs> Uh, so, make a mental note for next time. Your internet craps out, just go back and download the stream. Download the stream and do it again. Yes, yes. Yes. So, back to brush fires. Or... Yes, the brush fires, wildland fires, the stuff that a few weeks ago, when we were talking about whether or not we were going to do this for the next stream or not it opened up the floodgates because all of our departments got yes. hit with them yes it did uh, yeah, how, so. how many did you end up getting rescue since then um i'm not sure how much how many brush fires total i'll probably look back my i am responding and see i know there's i know there was a few uh my chief was like you can come back anytime now because for those of you who don't know i'm on a six month leave of absence from my fire department while i'm down at my parents taking care of stuff and uh since I've been gone, my little department that gets less than a hundred calls a year has had twenty-five in the past two months. I don't think I'm going to be allowed to take vacation again. Yeah, I think next time you go for an LOA, they're going to be like, "Nope, denied." <laughs> Yeah, so I think we've had, my department's had, what, 
two of our own and we've been called out for two mutual aids since we've talked about brush fires. We actually got called, or we actually, I was headed to a mutilated brush fire when we had that semi wreck. Yeah, that was a bad one. Ooh, very bad. For anybody who does not know, a semi truck is not to is not supposed to sit lower to the ground than a little tyke's smart car. No. No, it is not. Anyway, so I know Jay's not here. He was, we were talking about different types of equipment. Um, trucks and helic I think we were talking about helicopters when my uh, when my internet crashed actually yeah yep. for those of you who don't know um, we have quite a few vehicles and tools in our arsenal for combating wildland and grass and brush fires um, there's the Indian tanks which are now you know like a five gallon polyurethane bladder on your back used to be a metal can heavy ass thing um we have atvs and pickup trucks with skid units that we use uh some of the larger areas they have um air tankers and uh forestry helicopters with the baskets on the bottom that dump water not to mention our our rakes and other stuff we use. Yeah, and those bladders that we carry on our backs, if you think about it, it they still, <laughs> yes, they're better than metal cans, but they still suck. Think about it. You're in 100-degree weather with fire going next to you, so, you know, you add the heat from that, plus you're climbing side of a mountain and now you're carrying what let's see five another 40 pounds of water on your back it, it sucks it is miserable it does but it's all part of part and partial of the job right there i i there's pretty much no aspect of wildland fire that i like i i, I don't like wildland fire at all well, you guys over there on the uh, West Coast see a lot more of it than us over here on the East Coast. Seems like something on the West Coast is always burning. Yeah, we like to burn stuff down a lot. And 90% of your wildland fires is all human in origin. And by human, I don't mean somebody's just walking around setting fires. I mean, it could be dry conditions and, you know, somebody flicks a cigarette, but um, the old carbureted cars used to have backfires that would start it on the side of the road. 
something just as simple as a piece of glass that, you know, dropped out of somebody's bag or whatever and just catches the sunlight just right. And like we talked about last time, which I wish I could find it. I wish I had it. But um, a lot of us don't think about it. But when you're going, say you're taking your family out in the boat and your safety chain's on your trailer for your boat and they're dragging on the concrete, they cause a spark, set a fire. Seen it happen. And it's not just the safety chains for your boat. I mean... Look at um, your newer fire and EMS apparatus with the auto chains. Those are all constantly sitting by the pumpkin dragon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you hear them all the time bouncing off the concrete. Wheel bearings. Wheel bearings go out. Or you've got the, the um, your semis with what truck drivers call grass burner. Basically, it's the exhaust that comes out under the truck. And the newer trucks, they regen. So they idle up and basically burn everything out of the filter. Well, if you're too close to the side of the road when you go to do a regen, guess what? You're catching that side of the road on fire. Exactly, and most look at most of our fire trucks now, the new ones. Where is the exhaust going? <laughs> it's getting dumped off the side. And then, of course, you know you have your ones you can't control. Lightning can't control that. Nope. I mean, you could. You could stand out there with a metal rod, but you're only going to do that one time. Twice if you're lucky. If you're lucky, but most people aren't that lucky. Uh, I, I've seen this advertisement uh, circulating around for quite a few years. I saw it again today, and I shared it to the uh, group chat that all of us who are part of this uh, podcast, the hosts, share, which is the Bulldog um, off-road firefighting vehicle. That thing is sweet. <laughs> it, is. it is. It's not just. It's not just for wildland fires. I mean, yeah, it's got the sprayers and stuff on the ground, um, and it's got the remote nozzle for the front, but. That thing also has uh, a tank in it, and so it can be used as a uh, tanker, and I think it also, I think it's got a hose reel in the back. So, I mean, you could use it for any kind of exterior fire, car fire type thing like that, but it's it says it's indestructible. Now... For those of us in the business, we know that there is a great difference between indestructible and firefighter proof. Indestructible. We will find a way to destruct it. I promise. Yeah, that we will. 
We are rough on shit. We really are. Here, I haven't I haven't pulled up rescue. I'll play the video of it. Alright. Probably the MRAP axles with the planetary gears and Right, probably. And it uh Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's got like three thousand gallons of water. I mean it it's a good multi purpose truck. I mean, obviously we're gonna probably use it more for a wildland situation. Um just because of what it's really built for. Um, but. It, yeah. They shouldn't say indestructible. Because we will find a way to break it. Yeah. <laughs> Give us Give enough, enough time. time. Although I do like where they drive it through the back of that car. I mean, they did test that. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, you do occasionally have to push some things out of the way. I've only had to do that one time, and it was the funnest thing I've ever done. Now, one thing that um, you see a lot of stuff on, you know, TV, and then you see it on social media, that a a lot of firefighters haven't done, which is you have some pompous idiot who decides to park in front of my plug. And what happens when you park in front of my plug? <laughs> I'm taking windows. And people get upset by that, but I don't care. Yeah, That's so on, on top of our our well, rescue was talking about that Indian pack and stuff. So here, here's a really good picture. This is kind of like the backpack I use. 
Um, you know, so this has our, our fire shelter, um, our water that, you know, for personally drinking, just some basic stuff for us to have just to keep on us. Um, so we have that pack on us already. That's not even containing equipment in it yet. See, he's got this fancy schmancy stuff. I just have that little bladder on the back and the rake. Fire shelter? What is that? You don't have a you fire shelter? Paper nail, nail there, there Sally? Sally? Let me see. Let me see. Is this... Uh, let me see here. So you're probably... Uh, let me see. I saw one that was pretty... So yours is probably like this. Just bare bones that. <laughs> um, uh, not exactly. Of course, I've I had to bring it. I had to bring up your stream so I could see what you're putting up. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Basically, guys, this is like the bare minimum. I mean, that's. That's got a spot for your canteen and your fire shelter. That's basically the bare minimum for going out on a wildland. And here, I'll show you when I talk about fire shelter. This is what I talk. This is what I'm talking about here. Wildland fire shelter. This is for when. Shit hits the fan. And we need to hide. Because we're about to die. The, this is this is what they look like. Um, yeah. It's. As you can see that's. You know. they're Hopefully that's just practicing. Hopefully that wasn't a real life thing. But that shit hit the fan. Yeah. When shit hits the fan it's never good. I I just sent you a picture into the group chat. Oh yeah, just okay. The, the bladder. Yep. That's all I end up walking in there with is just the bladder and the um and the rake. Either it's going out or I'm going out. I'll show you guys what rescues what we're talking about with uh... I just typed in Indian tanks for firefighting and oh, just scrolled down until I found it. I typed in Indian bladder, that didn't work. <laughs> no, that, 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 that that's not no. <laughs> Although yeah. I guess if you're in, I guess if you're in that much of a dire straits, you always can pee on the fire. Well, you know. All right, here we go. This is, this is what Rescue's talking about right here. Uh, when he's talking about what when he talks about, you know, the bladder. So basically, you fill it in here. It's got a little pump right here. Um. Hopefully his is better than ours. They never really get used. So a lot of times uh, I can pee a better stream than they can shoot. Um, but, I mean, that's 
class. I can't. It doesn't say. Uh, see, that one doesn't say how many gallons that one is. Some of them, some of our are eight, some of them are ten. Let's yeah, see. it's three or That's a five. five this one's a five. Like... Yeah, this one's a five gallon. But no, I um, I almost got burned one time. So now after I get filled, I always make sure that I check the little hand pump and make sure it works. Right. And these were the old ones we were talking about. <laughs> They suck. The old metal cans, they yeah. suck. At the, least the bladder somewhat conform and sit in the in the like little hollow of your back. Right. So this is a five gallon tank one. So the one that I was showing you that rescue was talking about, four and a half pounds uh, empty. These are twelve and a half pounds empty. So you know already an extra eight pounds, and they don't have water in them yet. I hated the metal ones. <laughs> hated it with a passion. <laughs> right. Uh, here, here's some of the tools here. So, um, uh, do you have a rake? Do you use a rake or a McLeod? Uh, use a rake. Um, they're like the the red the red metal rake. And that just like looks like a bunch of little shark teeth in them. Oh, okay. So, okay, so here's this right here. So, here's a good one. So, this is what he's talking about. Number three right here. This is kind of what he's. Uh, oh, no, number two. It's, it's just black. Yeah, number two. That's what he's talking about with a rake. Um, we don't really have a lot of those here, which is kind of weird. We have number three or a lot of number threes, but most of the time we're using a McLeod, which is number one. Um, I've never used a broom before. That's kind of, that's a new one. They, they have brooms on just about every firefight, every brush fire pack has got a broom in there. And I'm like, why? What are you going to do? You're going to take the, you're going to act like old granny out there? Get out of here, fuck it. <laughs> like I said, I've never used one before. I've never used a broom on one. Um, so you got your shovels, obviously. Um, shovel guy's awesome. Because you're at the very back of the line. And all you're doing mm -hmm. is just throwing fire. That's kind of where you want to be. Um, but everybody loves to be this guy. They all like to be the Pulaski guy. Which, I don't know why. Because you're always at the front. And you always work the hardest. And I don't know why. I'm fat. I don't like to work the hardest. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we already covered. We don't look like the guys from the Chicago Fire, unless you're talking about Mouch. And even then, that's borderline. Right. But everybody likes being the Pulaski guy. I don't know why. That's where you, you know. Well, I mean, I guess. If you're working on a true crew and you're doing a line correctly, you only hit the ground once and then you move forward. Technically, if you're doing it correctly and you have enough people. That doesn't happen here. 
Now, it's going to happen just about anywhere. The volunteer wells are really dry. Yeah. Unfortunately. But, yeah, I mean, even the rake guy. You, take, you put the rake down and go, and then you walk forward a little bit, and you put your rake down, quick swipe, and you keep doing that. Guy behind you swipes a little bit more. Right. And some people get confused because they think we're adding more fuel to the fire because we're not pulling it away. We're putting it into where it's already burning. And the reason why we do that is because there may already be smoldering embers at that line. And rather than rake it away and cause a secondary fire, we rake it in and that way it's contained. That is correct. Now here's another one. It kinda it's kinda like the a rake as well. It's called a McLeod. Kinda the same thing as a rake. Um not a whole lot of, I you know, I honestly have not had a whole lot of training on this. Well, that looks good because it's got the rake, but you can also flip it over and there's your shovel end too. Right, I just, I have not had a whole lot of time working with this tool. I've done a Pulaski, I've done a shovel, done a rake, just not a whole lot of time with the McLeod. Now, I bet you your time with the McLeod is a lot more than my time because I ain't never seen one. You know, since my chief, since my chief listens to this, you know what I'm gonna be practicing on now, right? Yep. Work him hard. Make sure he breaks out of sweat. Uh, no, now we I, uh. Go ahead. Now I know this isn't just for Wildland, but I want this tool. Have you seen this? The snagger. Yep, yep, the snagger for the uh, hose lines. I want it so bad. I just can't afford it right now. That is a great tool to have as a fire department. Um, another one, especially if you guys end up dumping out, dumping out a lot of LDH or large diameter hose is the proper term for it, or supply hose, is a hose mule. Uh, I have not seen one of those. I will have to look that up. Uh, my old fire department had one. My new fire department probably wouldn't be a bad idea, seeing how we don't have hydrants anywhere in our response area. So we're just dumping LDH on the ground. But it's, uh, it's neat it hooks up to the battery and you put your ldh in there and it's motor driven and it just picks it up you can your chauffeur just drives on the side of the ldh and just pick it right up and just lay it back in the bed that's pretty cool 
Okay, speaking of cool tools, I know this is off sub off topic, and we're gonna we'll end up talking about this uh, at a different a different point. But I I used to well, it's kind of a little bit right here. I used to always love hydraulic extrication tools, right? So mm-hmm. was how we were always trained. Hydraulic extrication tools were just. They were the shit. Everything was cool, right? Until yeah, I started this. Until I started this new fire department. We have the new Amkis, uh, battery powered, extrication tools. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, real quick, uh, just before you scroll through it, where I'm looking right now on your yeah. screen. Um, middle left. That's the rakes we have. Got it. Anyways, the new Amkis battery-powered extrication tools. We're actually trying to get the racetrack to switch our, our tools to those because we are extricating in about well, we're extricating people. In about two to three minutes right now. Versus ten. Nice. Yeah, I... I've always been on departments that have had, you know, the hydraulic tools, your TNT tools, your Hearst tools, stuff like that. It's all hydraulic, has the pump. Heavy as hell. But when I had gone up to... uh the New York State uh, Fire Expo, or what they call the Chief Show, uh, they were have they had it at the Turning Stone uh, Casino in Verona. You went to a local scrapyard for your advanced auto extrication course, and one of the things that they brought out to do was they brought out a set of hydraulic um extrication tools and i i looked at the thing i'll be i'll be totally honest i i i looked at it in disgust i was like that thing's not going to keep up with my uh, with my tnt no way no how and it surprised me cuz that thing it took a lick and keep right on ticking yeah th- these ones that we have here they're unbelievable. And yeah, like I said, the racetrack, we're actually going to sell our hydraulic pump and tools and go to the electric. Uh, yeah, that's my, um, that's my rake right there. It looks like a little shark tooth, little four little triangles on it. And, that's grab and go. Now, like we're talking, in a perfect world, how it's supposed to work is rescue would just, he'd take a step, rake some in, you know, take another step or two, rake some more. That's not how it works, unfortunately. If, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, if you have a bunch of people on a line, you take you take and you do a swipe then you take two steps do another swipe the guy behind you he's doing two steps but he's 
off off your pace. So the swipe that you're missing by taking two steps, he's grabbing. Now here's another tool I'm going to show. And people, they don't understand this one. Um, they they don't understand why we oh, why we fight fire with fire they don't understand it so the reason that we do it is if there's nothing else for the fire to burn it can't go anywhere so a lot of us use these drip torches and I don't know, Rescue, do you remember what the actual ratio is between gas and diesel, what it's supposed to be? I don't. I do know that when you're using one of those, the term that they use is burn back. Because you're basically setting a fire to burn back to the original fire. So you're basically robbing it of fuel. That is correct, yes. And you only use this in the right conditions. Obviously, if the wind is blowing and advancing the fire, we're not going to use it because then we're not. I mean, that's just going to create a bad day for everybody. Brush fires and wind is a bad day to begin with. Really, the only time we're going to use this is, one, if we got a good anchor point. So basically, if we got a good spot where the line has, where they, you know, where they've used the tools, they've built a line where we can start the fire and the wind is blowing back into the fire, not, you know, advancing the fire. But, the, you know, if we start the fire at the anchor point and it's going to blow where we start the fire back into the main fire, that's when we'll do it. Yeah, that's the only time we're going to do it. And of course, with some of the larger fires, like the stuff you guys have out uh, in that direction, but, you know, it can happen anywhere, is you will have fires that get so large that they basically create their own weather. They have their own wind, everything. That is correct. We've had the 25 Mile Creek fire last year create its own its own weather. People taking people joke about fire tornado. Ooh, fire tornado. Yeah, you can have a fire if it's big enough and creates enough of its own weather pattern. You will get a fire tornado. And yeah, they're cool to see if you're not next to it. They're cool to see unless you're sitting there in the staging point waiting for your assignment. And it says, uh, yeah, you're going to go over that way. Where? Where that is? You're joking? Yeah, you see that big twirly fire thing up there? Yeah, you're going there. Oh, hell no. 
Like I said, I, I, there's not a whole lot about Wildland Fires that I like. I just, I don't, they're... At least with house fires, I know if shit hits the fan, I get out of the house. My safe mm-hmm. point is out of the house. Wildland Fires, I, my safe point could be a mile away, and I may never get there. Oh, as fluffy as we are, there's no fucking way we're getting there. Unless it's downhill, I'll roll. I'll, you know, I can roll down there. <laughs> but yeah, you ask almost any fireman, a Roman contents, bread and butter fire, or wildland fire, they'll be like, I'll be in the Roman contents. Unless you get the really mentally ill ones that like the wildland stuff. Yeah, they're they're even more messed up than the rest of us. Right? And if you are a wildland guy and you're listening to this, I I know I'm ribbing on you. It's done out of love. Goddamn fucking truck, you can't hang with us out in the forest. Goddamn right. Who do I look like? Smokey the Bear? I would much rather you go play in the forest than I'll sit on my truck. Absolutely. You guys go play in the forest. I'll just bring you water. How about that? <laughs> right. Although that doesn't work out all that well either. Uh, we had a uh, wildland fire uh, last year, year before. And I drove the tanker up. So I was like, okay, they're going to need water. And I'm following the chief engineer and he's got our brush truck. We pull up. I set my brake and I go to help the guys, you know, get their tanks filled and on and everything. And I get handed a tank and I'm like, but I I got the truck. He goes, oh, I got the truck. Don't worry about it. Go with them. Fuck. Okay. That sucks. All right, what other cool tools should we show them for Wildland? Well, if you have a pilot's license, we have those really nice aircraft that will take and come flat in a car. Well, not really. They're dropping they're dropping water, but with the force that will smush a car. Here we go. Here's a C-130 tanker carrying retardant. That is cool. I mean, I'll watch those. That is cool. And for any of you who want to take and want to see a little bit about what Wildland is about, but you also don't want to spend all day on the Internet just trying to find videos, Watch the movie Planes Fire Rescue. Here's what Rescue was talking about. Here's a super scooper if it loads. Where is it? There it is. That's a super scooper. Those things are super cool. 
Oh, yeah. And what they do is they they act like they're landing on a, on a lake, but they're not. They're just skimming above the surface, and they've got these scoops that come out on the bottom, and it just shucks all the water in there as quick as it can. Once they're full, they pull up and go. Here's a video of it, Rescue, right here. And he's full. And he's holding more water than is on your fire truck. Yeah, how much are how much do they hold? Five thousand? Oh here. Let's just, like let's just have this guy explain it right here. Oh, okay. Start off back back here. It's uh uh, when we get on, when we get on different ferrying trips, if we're going over to, uh, let's say we picked up and, you know, went back to Minnesota, um, we, we'd throw some, some of our equipment in here for extra tires and, uh, tools and things like that. And not, not really a whole lot back here. Uh, that's, uh, uh, this is just, uh, all of our cables that connect to everything there. And, uh, and this, is, we'll put some, we'll put a few pieces of equipment back here. But right here's our uh, these are our tanks, uh, 700 gallons on each side, so 1,400 gallons total, and uh, about 10 seconds to fill. A lot less up. than I thought. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a it's a rush, you know. You land on the water. It and looks scoop like it up a lot more than 14 seconds later. You're off when the they're dropping it, going back to the fire. So. <laughs> It, it it might look a little bit intimidating, but it's actually uh, just a phenomenally great, easy airplane. Um, in the air, it's just a big flying sweetheart. It just it trims out great. It flies really great. Um, that's uh that's the money maker button there. That's that yeah. That's what that's what does the deed there. But uh, it is just an the big flying sweetheart. That if I'm and, too uh, low, I will. You know, the, I will the, take the, and smash the everything. We, we all, we're all buddies. We all, I will destroy you. Couldn't ask for a better plane to be flying, and I just really, really, really passionate about flying this plane. I really love it. How long have you been flying this one? This this is actually my first year. Uh, Nobody this, this start a fight uh, I did air with the forestry for guys the when they have an air tanker just to kind of get a. Get a feel of what's going oh, on. Right. What if I can find that picture? Uh, so I'm uh, I'm a babe in the woods when it comes to being. Uh... uh I think if you will go back into the previous. Yes, it's in the chat. Is it? Yeah. Uh, send it to my disc. Or, yeah, send it to my Discord. And I can, I'll pull it up. 
Alrighty. Let's just... Uh, do, 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 do. Where is the ah? Oh, there's Discord. Uh, where do you want me to send it? I'll just send it straight to you. There you go. Should be in your messages. If you're talking, you did not unmute yourself. Looks like you're talking. Oh, I was. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I said those guys are about to get really, really wet really, really quickly. Not, Not to, to mention, mention, it's probably, probably going to do some damage to those fire trucks. Yeah, probably. Let me see if I can find the video. Let's see if I can find that video. Uh, the video of the them dropping it and squishing a car flat. Squishing the car. You figure how how far up they're dropping because they're they're not super low. They're far enough up that if anything drops from their aircraft, it's reaching terminal velocity. Alrighty, yeah, this one's a uh, okay. Here we go. This should work. Hello, everyone. This is your daily dose of internet. When there's a wildfire in California, large planes are called in to drop a mix of water and fertilizer over an area. This is what happens when 9,000 pounds of fire retardant is dropped on a car. Bye bye, little exploder. Yeah. Boom. 
do not want to be standing underneath that. No. Now, how it went from that to a whale jumping, I have no idea, but, you know, whatever. Uh, basically, the force of a whale jumping on your car. I mean, I guess, yeah. Okay, so the this right here, this kind of just sparked something a little bit. So, one of, was it last year, or maybe it was the year before? Yes, gender reveal parties are awesome. And, and they're great for, for everybody. But one of the biggest, most deadliest wildfires in California was started by a gender reveal party. They shot off, um, I, was it Tannerite? I think they shot Tannerite and it sparked a fire and it, I don't remember how many people it killed, but it wiped out like a whole entire town. It was that big. I just, uh, gender reveals are awesome. I, I get it. I really do. But stick to, you know, little glitter bombs or, you know, colored cakes. Don't, don't shoot at a high explosive or light a smoke bomb and throw it into the grass because it's not good. Here we go. 2020. Uh, they've been, they were charged with 30 crimes because it killed it, it, it was a smoke bomb that burned 22,000 acres um, that's right the El Dorado wildfire that's what it was Southern California yeah oh I yeah. understand the need to be bigger, get it bigger. I want it, I want it bigger than this person's. I want it bigger than that one's. I want somebody on the International Space Station to go, look, they're having a girl. No, no. Tone it down. Which, I mean, I, I get it. You want to have a cool party. That's that's cool. But, I mean, look at this. This is a town that is now gone. Because your party got too crazy. Yeah, it's just... Oh. I'm going to catch a little bit of hate for this. But it's like, you know, when the Oakland Raiders won some big game back in history and they trashed the town and their only excuse was Raiders no right yeah and I was trying to see um yeah it killed a firefighter 
Several other were injured. I was trying to figure out. Uh, I'm trying to remember what town that it. It took out a complete town, and I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what town it was. Well, we all have embarrassing stories of things that didn't go quite as planned. And while he goes looking for that, I'm going to regale a story that um, happened. Uh, the name is changed to protect the guilty. And we're going to call him Robert. And uh, he decided that while well, during a burn ban, which for those of you who don't know, it's a lot of states, they have a period of time after winter during the spring where you cannot do any kind of open burning and any enclosed burning like campfires have to be a certain size. But so he went to go clean out the sandbox sitting next to his trailer and noticed that there was a hornet's nest. Decided to use WD-40 and a lighter to poor man's flamethrower the hornet's nest. Here's the funny thing about hornets and bees and flying insects in general when they're on fire they don't just lay down and die they take off and go wherever they can and then drop to the ground on fire this guy set the field next to his house which is a good sized pasture on fire and when he realized he couldn't control it, he had his wife call in the uh, the fire and the address. Didn't didn't want to give a name, but she did anyway. And uh, we instantly knew who it was, and they requested us because this person may have worn a very light colored helmet in the same department I was in and uh, knew we were closer than the fire department whose jurisdiction he was in. But yeah, he, he never lived it down. Um, we have, they have at that fire department, a golden helmet award, which is basically a, you done fucked up award. He won that thing like three times in a row, I think. Yeah, I can't. I can't find what city it was, but um, yeah. Just if it's super hot and dry, don't don't set. Don't yeah. Just don't do hot things out in dry conditions. Babe, what about a right. And even this is old firefighter boy scout tip. Um, nickels worth of free advice, whatever you want to call it. Even if you're gonna have like a campfire, have yourself a jug of water nearby in case your campfire starts to spread. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, what was it, 19? Yeah, 2019. Um, wasn't, yeah, it was 4th of July. So, <laughs> we're out on the boat, and we just parked the boat, and I hear this loud boom. Like, well, maybe, you know, it's just the bars, they're, they're testing, you know, they, they do that, you know. They're getting set up, so they test, you know, the pyrotechnics, make sure things are working. That's normal, right? Like, three minutes later, my painter goes off for a brush fire. I'm like, what? So I'm like, whatever. So I walk up to the, where the car is parked, and I look, because from the boat ramp, you can see about the area where this brush fire is. I look, and there's just nothing but a column. And I'm like... Oh, really? So, what happened was, guy thought it'd be fun to play with mortars in 104 degree weather. It had been 104 for a week and a half. And it was dry. And a mortar went off at the wrong time, and he set the hill on fire. You can't fix stupid. No, no, you can't. And here's another thing, and this should go without saying for almost any situation, but if you happen to have a emergency where normally firefighters have a truck at, and you see somebody who's got a fire department emblem on their vehicle, and you run up to them and say, there's a fire over here, or there's this, or there's that. I We're going to go try to take care of it, but little piece of advice, we're no damn good without the fucking truck. <laughs> right. Or I had one. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this rescue. Um, so this is a few months ago. We had a uh, house fire that we were mutilated to. And I'm waiting for our engine to get there because it's like two blocks away from my house. Before before we moved. And uh, so I'm waiting, for the, I'm waiting for my engine to get there. So I'm, you know, I'm staged about a block away. I see Chief go by, so I'm like, all right. So I turn in, go behind Chief. And a um, brother that uh, has a different um, color than our red color. You can probably guess what color it is. Um, stops okay. me and goes, he goes, you need to get out of here. I'm like, I'm with the fire department. He goes, well, you need to get your ass in there then. Um, that's what I'm doing. So, that was interesting. <laughs> and no disrespect to our brothers from a different branch of the emergency service tree. But 
oh my god, some of y'all need to be trained a lot better before they let you out on the road. Case in point. I was driving to the fire department for drill. This new to that fire, well, not fire, but that emergency service branch. Pulled me over for BS. Oh, you 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 were swerving a little bit. No, I wasn't. I was preparing to make my turn, officer. He looks down, sees my fire department issued radio. It has my fire department name listed on the side of it for all the world to see. And he goes, you can't have that. What? You can't have that. I said, my department issued radio. He goes, check out. Does that have law enforcement bands in it? I said, no, it's got county dispatch for fire and EMS. Well, how do I know? And I'm like, oh, listen, Sparky, you want to take a walk, take a little walk with me for 500 feet? I can bring you to my chief and I'll let him explain it to you. Keep in mind, my chief worked third shift. He just got up. Um, I'm not really sure what to say about that. I like certain people don't realize that the rest of us in emergency services also carry radios and they can be a different band. Thankfully, most of um, that branch is cool here. I don't I haven't had any trouble with any of them here for the most part. They're all pretty cool. Except for that one guy. Well, he was like pissed that <laughs> I wasn't in there yet. I'm like, dude! <laughs> well, the main issue is the headquarters that this particular person was out of always seems to get the new recruits. So they are, they don't have the foot, the feet on the ground experience to be out by themselves. They need a little bit more ride along time or a lot in some cases. Got it. I'm not saying they're all like that, but some of them are. Anywho, we got way off topic. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> <a> side <laughs> side trip. 
happens. You get a bunch of firemen sitting around and everybody's got a story that links to somebody else's story or is like it or in the same neighborhood as it. And before you know it, you were way off in left field and you people are like, son, what are you doing? Right. And they're like, huh, well, yeah, how'd we get here? That happens a lot. It does. I was just trying to see if I could find any other... Oh! I did see something today. And I, I was waiting to see if there was any other de details. And there hasn't been any that I have seen so far. Um, unfortunately, this does... Um... Oh, well, here, here's kind of on our topic. Sorry. No, squirrel. <laughs> um, it does involve a loss of one of our brothers. Um, but there was a, um, a crash in Tucson, Arizona between an ambulance and a semi-truck that detached the cab from the box. Oof, that's, that's, that's never, not good. Never good. Uh, but the squirrel that I saw is right here. There's uh, one hour ago, New Mexico wildfire burns 850 acres. It's starting. Starting already. Yep. It's uh, 30 miles south of Albuquerque right now. One home and 18 outbuildings have been damaged or destroyed already. Uh, the thing is that there's a lot of places out there that a lot of it's sand and then there's a lot of it's not. It's a lot like here. You either have like a sandy type ground or it's sagebrush. And sagebrush is... Well, it's light, flashy fuel. It just burns super quick. Now, the good part is if you only have a small patch of that, which obviously this wasn't being 850 acres, but if you had a really small patch of, of brush that was easy to be surrounded and you could do a fire break on it, um really easy i mean that's quickly contained but when you get something that just takes off like nobody's business that's where your problem sits that's our problem here is we have that plus here about well, when our big fires usually happen, which is about July, August, is when the wheat fields harvest. Then we have that wheat stubble in the fields. You yep. spark in that with the wind. Bye-bye. Uh, I saw a video uh, you few years ago might have been quite a few years ago now but um it was a farmer who had a, one of his fields on fire 
and to save what he could of his crops, he took his big old John Deere and his big old set of plows, and he just went out and made his own fire break. Just plowed under and made, made his own line. We will actually, if um, we have, we just talked about this in our, in our Wildland Refresher with DNR, if there is somebody out there and they actually look like they know what we'll, what they're doing, we will let them do it. If there's a farmer out there and he's he's doing it, he knows what he's doing, you know, and, and we can tell that, yeah, he's making a good fire line, we'll let him do it. Well, yeah, I mean, th- that guy dr- dropping that cultivator or that plow is going to make a bigger and more effective fire break than you're ever going to be able to make with your boots on the ground. Right. And, you know, yeah. And, you know, that's a resource that we can use without tying up our own resources too. This is true. So for anybody listening, yes, we will use civilians if we think that you're going to be an asset to us. Now, if you're just somebody that hopped in a tractor and it looks like you've had, you know, ten, you know, a thirty rack of beer and yeah, are gonna harm somebody, yeah, you're probably not gonna be helping us. No, no hindrances. Just helps, please. Yeah, that that was a that was a really cool video. Oh, they're they're showing it right here. So, uh, yeah, it was strong winds that caused, or that fueled the New Mexico fires. Go figure. Strong wind. Like we said, winds and wildland fires, no fun. They are not friends. They don't get along. No. Here's here's a good picture, a good video of it. Um, yeah, it's in sagebrush, and you can see the wind blowing, and you can see it's trying to create its own wind and move. You know, there's a house; it's no longer there. That house is the house now belongs to the fire. Yes. Yeah. See that sagebrush and stuff? That's uh, just. But there's a good fire line right there, a road. Roads are good fire yep. lines. Roads are great fire lines. Unless it jumps it, which I've seen that. Which that, that happens. That happens. That's also not cool. No. I was fighting this one fire. In Skenevis, New York, years upon years ago, and uh, 
there was a um, we were fighting fire on one side of the road and we just about had her under control and somebody took a look around and noticed the fire had jumped the road and was like oh, that's not good alright so I'm putting a video into your general chat Okay. This was the video that I had seen. Let me see here. Let's go ahead and close this. Go to right here. And then to, uh, where's my general? There it is. There it is, guys. Let's take a look here. Now you can see that the tanker's sitting there and it's in the middle of farmland. And see, there... There he is with that cultivator just making a fire break for us. The only thing that I could say about that that would... It would be better if it was more bare soil. I mean, you got some... Some sticking up, so, I mean... It's going to help for sure, but, I mean, I could see where it could still go across that pretty easily. The only good thing, though, is if, if you look at the wind direction on that, is it's kind of burning away from that line. Which is something that you'd want to see anyways, because it's, it's not... It's not going to be... But trying to, I lost my my halfway through. Yeah, I I know people on Spotify won't see this, um, but the people that are watching it right now, um, see how much faster he's gonna build that line than we ever would by tools and on the ground. I mean, look at that! That fire is gonna be out in five minutes now. It's gonna burn the rest of the fuel that's there, and it's done. Yep. And you're gonna you're gonna want a nice big fire line. You're gonna want the wind blowing away from your fire line, because that way it's it's less likely to jump your line. Dude, you must be whacked all the way back because I cannot even see you yeah. on the screen anymore. 
<laughs> yeah, my, my chair is laid all the way back. Uh, we were talking earlier how you're, you guys uh, slammed. It's close to boating season. Oh, dude, yeah, we are so, we are so busy. There's something. There's another fire oh. in Colorado. Um, evacuation order was issued on Tuesday afternoon for people living near wildfire burning near was it Los Angeles and Fort Lyon. Another one. Oh yeah, yeah. If you think about it, guys, it's only April. We haven't even hit the 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 hottest months of summer yet. This picture right here, guys. I mean, that thing. Here, once it loads. Ah, uh, it's loading. Give it a second. Yeah, I can tell every time you're trying to pull something up because your stream stops, starts buffering. Yes, that's how crappy my internet is, dude. <laughs> All right, come on, there. Look how bad that is. That thing's cooking. That thing is cooking already. And it's only April. That's nasty. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's... It's... We're, we're really... Brush fire season and wildfire season is really in its infancy right now. They really haven't got into full blown, you know, brush fire season yet. And it's just, ah. Uh... No, but if this, if those, if that's shown what it's going to be like already. It's going to be a very long summer. Yes, it is. Well, I don't really have much more else. Do you, Rescue? I don't have any anything else really to say um for those of you who are who do smoke or you know gonna have yourself a little cook fire or small little fire in your firing just to be safe um use your head have water nearby heed your warnings if it's a high fire level and they tell you no fires, don't go, ah, it's just a small fire. Who's going to care? 
Yeah, please put oh. that stuff out correctly. Don't just say, ah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Yep. Alright guys, so we should be back to our normal schedule on Sunday. No idea what we're gonna be talking about. We'll figure we're that out. We're not gonna mention it. That way we don't have it. <laughs> right. Um Yeah. No idea. We'll figure that out as the week goes, I'm sure. Figure out what, what Jay wants to do. Yeah, hopefully our, our third, third amigo will be back here. <laughs> yeah, he had a he had a fire department meeting, and then we're, we talked about doing it tomorrow. But I'm busy tomorrow, and, and yeah, it was we already missed last week because we could all of us were busy on different days, and it just didn't work out last week. So, like, well, we got to do something this week. So, you got yeah, I guess <laughs> we. Go ahead. <laughs> I said you got me and rescue, so you know I got two out of the three. Yeah, and see, that's one of the things. I mean, I know a lot of podcasts um, that you see. It's you know three guys. We all walk into a room together and we sit there and we just talk, and that's not really the case. Um, uh, those of you who are watching Firefighter Dad on his Twitch stream can see but for those of you listening on spotify you know i'm in new york he's in washington um our third host lives in um new jersey so you know trying to get all three of our schedules to kind of sync up is a little bit um harder than usual just a little bit but we we make it work. Um, you know, yes, we do. We, we try real hard, and we're glad that we have the people that listen to us that do. All right, guys. Well, we are out for this week. Like I said, no idea what, uh, what next week's going to be, but we will... The three of us will get together and we'll figure it out. It'll be sure it'll be exciting like it always is. Yep. So for everybody listening, this is Rescue. Be safe. Stay healthy. And I'm 10-7. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a good week. <laughs>